If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Beyond the Paper Gown, hosted by Dr. Mitzi Krakover, helps people think critically about women's health issues, encouraging them to question and explore the complexities of healthcare systems, scientific advancements, and societal norms. There's a really cool episode that you should check out called Midday Menopause App. And that's about how AI and sensor technology can provide personalized interventions to manage menopause symptoms effectively. Check out Beyond the Paper Gown on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to the Nurse Wellness Podcast, empowering nurses to manage stressors so they can intentionally reconnect with their purpose, optimize their wellness, and ultimately show up in the world the way they want to be seen. I'm your host, nurse practitioner, Wendy Garvin-Mayo, your stress solution strategist. In this podcast, you'll receive actionable stress management tips, insightful interviews, and strategies that focus on inspiring you to be your best, do your best, and give your best. With that, let's get started. Welcome, Danielle McKamey, to the Nurse Wellness Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here, and I cannot wait to get some more information on all the things (laughs) that are happening. (laughs) I said, thank you for the invitation. Yes, absolutely. So let's start off by you just introducing yourself. Who are you? Yes, I am Dr. Danielle McKamey. I am the founder, CEO, president of DMPs of Color a national nonprofit organization, just turned international. Um, Recently, we have some docs in Canada, shout out to Canada. Um, And our mission is to create a community for nurses of color through networking, mentorship, and advocacy with the ultimate goal of diversifying nursing practice. And um, that is my passion. My mission in life is, I said, all I want to do is create more docs. Um, And so basically our underlying mission and my legacy I hope to lead um, in nursing is that we gave people the opportunity to build community and create opportunities. Mm. So that's my my life tagline. (laughs) Um, And I just currently accepted a position as the assistant dean for clinical practice and relationships at the Johns Hopkins School of Nursing. (laughs) Congratulations. Yes, yes. Thank that you so much. That is amazing. That's amazing. Yes. So yes, let's yes, yes. let's back up because before we started recording, we were just saying that you're so aligned and things just start unfolding for you, which yes. it's so true. It's so true. But I, I want to like back up before a DNP of color. Yes. So what did you do in nursing? What made you go back to get your, your doctorate? And so what was the motivating factor behind all of that? Yes. So my inspiration in nursing is my mother. Um, she did a lot of home health nursing. And so my inspiration came when she would take me along with her to her home health assignments. And I would sit there with my little nurse purse and just watch her take care of people and was so inspired by the care she provided And um, I always would say, mom, I want to be like you. And so she would encourage me, baby, you can do it, but be more than me. So she, that was the constant dialogue in my household. Baby, you can do it. You can be more than me. Um, And that I carry that energy with me throughout my entire career. And so went to nursing school at UVA 
Um, and then um, had the opportunity to get scholarship to get my master's at Georgetown. And um, prior to getting my master's, I practiced, I started off my nursing career in um, recovery room, PACU, and did that for a while, really enjoyed perioperative services. So I kind of like stayed in that vein. Basically, when I look back my career, most of my career, and um, prior to my master's, ended up transitioning to medical intensive care, which was fun, um, lots of hard work, lots of sick patients, but I love critical care. So I stayed in critical care, um, got my ACNP, and then transitioned to surgical critical care, which is still my love. I still do that on the side. Um, and uh, it's been a wonderful whirlwind experience in nursing. And I don't think that I would change anything, but just recently took off my hat in pre-anesthesia as the chief nurse practitioner to take on the academia hat. Chief. Chief. Hey, chief. Chief, <laughs> CEO. I love it. So you went and got your master's and what was the motivating factor for you to go back to get your doctorate in nursing? Oh man. So I was not a believer in the DNP. I was comfortable in my clinical practice as um, a nurse practitioner in the ICU. I was saving lives and taking names, dropping in lines, doing procedures. You know, I felt very validated and comfortable in that space. And um, was like, nope, ain't going back. DNP, am I going to make more money? Nope. Uh, write more papers? Nope. And, but it was one of my um, mentors at the time, his name is Bim Akintade, shout out to Bim, uh, cornered me on a night shift. <laughs> and he was the only black male nurse practitioner on our service. So we kind of, you know, bonded off of being black um, in, uh, in our particular institution. And he was definitely a, a mentor and always excellent. So he cornered me because he was in his PhD program. And he's like, you need to go back to school. And I'm like, but I'm, I'm, I'm cool. Like, I don't want to go back. Like, you know, I don't know. I don't need any more debt, you know, this, that, and the third. And he, every day, every, every shift he saw me, you need to go back. You need to go back. So finally I was like, let me do some research then. Let me decide if I want to do PhD or DMP. So I came back to him and I was like, DMP sounds a little bit more like my speed. And he's like, now you're talking. And so then that got um, the ball rolling. And I actually applied to a couple of schools and the timing just wasn't right. And so I, you know, I was like, you know what, it's a sign. I'm not going back. But then Georgetown um, had an opportunity for scholarship. And I'm like, well, who am I to deny this school to pay for my education? So I applied <laughs> and got in and got the scholarship. And so I literally had no plan. I was like, I we're going to make this thing work. We're going to figure out what I'm going to do with this DMP. Um, and so I kind of just rolled with the wave. And I finally, um, in the midst of the program, got the importance of having a doctorate in nursing. And everything just clicked. And I was like, so I embraced the journey. But um, throughout that journey, it was um, it was lots of ebbs and flows. But um, being the only Black woman at the start of my cohort, was it was hard. Um, I struggled some with belonging at times. Um, I struggled with um, the pressure that I put on myself because I was the first in my family to get a doctor or pursue doctoral studies. And um, I felt like my lived experience, I couldn't go to class and be like, girl, let me tell you this, this, that, and the third. It just was like, hi, yeah. You know, constantly in the code switch, you know, um, fitting into the box that's acceptable in that space. So it, I, I struggled. And so that's where DMPs of color came in. 
um, as a lifesaver for me. Just I literally was like, let me just throw this Facebook group together because I, I pay all this money to all these different nursing organizations and they're not meeting my need of being a nurse of color pursuing my DNP. Um, and I created the Facebook group and that thing blew up. People were like, oh my gosh, I'm going through this, this, and this. And we were able to validate each other and be like, I see you, you will make it, um, be encouraged, um, apply for this scholarship and get this semester paid for or holler at this person to get this job. So it's been such a valuable community space that literally helped push me through get to, to, to get that paper. And um, once I got that paper, it all just kind of just the, the doors of nursing just flew open. Like I learned about, you know, being a fellow. I'm like, I've never heard of what is this fan and FANP stuff. And um, you need to go to this conference. You need to network with this person. You need to present because they pay you $500 just to talk about stuff you like talking about. And I'm like, I get paid for this just to go. So um, it was such a valuable experience, which is I'm always, when people are on the fence, I'm like, talk to me, I'll, I'll help you figure out that you're going to go back and get your doctorate. <laughs> so that's just kind of how my journey was. I wasn't a believer, but now I drank the Kool-Aid, I make the Kool-Aid, I serve it up. You want it in a champagne glass? I got you. You want it in a red cup? Let's go. Let's get this DMP. Let's get this paper. We need you. We need you, docs. <laughs> yes. And, you know, you said two key things. Uh, your mentor being the only Black, right? And you guys bonded there. That is something that so many healthcare professionals, nurses in particular, um, experience. Yes. And then you made the decision, which is so key. I always talk about the importance of making decisions because you Absolutely. never look on the other side of that decision. Absolutely. But also going to school and then again, being the only black person mm. in your class, mm. right? Yes. It's those things that I don't think people really think about. Yes. Um, and when I say people, I mean all people, not, not just black, yeah. black, whites and everyone, but really to consider how that impacts our journey and our yes. experience. So 1000%. Yeah. So you creating this whole, you know, DNP of color is so important. And mm -hmm. I think that's why things are unfolding, but it started with that decision. Cause yes. if you just kind of poo pooed your mentor, we wouldn't <laughs> be here today. Facts. 100% <laughs> facts. So yeah, I always give him his credit. Um, a lot of my mentors along the way, their credit and um, my mom threw me a celebratory brunch this past weekend. And I just, um, I realized I hadn't taken the time to celebrate along the way. I'm getting emotional. Um, and to have that opportunity to have, I mean, I have people flying in from Portland, Maine, and Atlanta, and Texas, Georgia. like, I mean, and I was like, y'all flew out here for me, and um, I just was like, man, I, I really, I took it all in, people just sharing how I've inspired them, how our relationships empowered them to, to make it through, and it was just, I, it was mind-blowing for me. I had never stopped to just appreciate the journey and all the successes and the connections, because it's just like, all right, we, we met this milestone. Let's, let's go. We got to keep going, you know, and we get caught up in that, that whirlwind of having to continually keep going. And so I was so thankful for the opportunity just to pause 
and just just feel all the love and the appreciation. Sorry. No, it's impact. It's impact. That's your ripple effect that came. And and that's why you do what you do, because you're walking in your purpose. You're aligned. And when we are aligned in our purpose, we don't see all the things. Exactly. And then when you stop, it's like, wow, (laughs) wow. But you are are amazing. (laughs) Not it. You are amazing. Thank you. You are touching and transforming so many lives so many lives it's like just just a thought right oh I need support and then it just blows up to this whole thing <laughs> yeah and I'm thought. like you guys think this is a good idea like really this is a good idea it's just it's just mind-boggling so I just shout out to my mom for being in tune to being like we need to celebrate this and um just hearing the stories and then um when I told my uncle I got the job at Hopkins and my, my great uncle, he's like near his 80s and he's like a father figure to me. He's always been a pillar of strength, an example of prestige, excellence and um, just power, black excellence. And I told him I got into Hopkins and he just cried like a baby. And I was like, oh, he's like, you don't understand the significance of this baby. Like you made it like, you know, all the hard work and sacrifices we made as a people, as a family and you're at the Johns Hopkins University. And I, and that was mind blowing because I've never seen my uncle cry. And it was just like, wow, this is, this is, this is big. This is big. Because you are exuding the power, the power that you have that you probably didn't even know you existed, that you even like had it inside of you. Yeah. And I think it goes back to that experience of being the only black, right? So we always feel we have mm. to work harder, right? We have to um, show up a certain Thanks. way. So when we are in that mindset, because I've experienced it too, it's hard to pause because you're so worried about getting to the next thing, get into the yeah. next thing. Mm-hmm. And it can be hard. It can be difficult. It can be defeating. Yes. But in the meantime, you know, you're doing all of this, not just for you. Like you said, your uncle, they're, they're watching and, yes. and the little girls are watching, you know? Yes. So I, I want to ask you, what would you say to, you know, the high school student or the freshman nursing student who is the only black, a few blacks, um, in nursing school, just really trying to make it. And, and you know that feeling. We know that feeling, not just you. We know that feeling because I went to a predominantly yes. white school. Mm. Um, so what would you say to that, that Black girl mm-hmm. who wants to go into nursing, who is struggling? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so <laughs> Katunji Brown-Jackson comes to mind. I'm all on that persevere piece. I'm like, absolutely persevere. That's number one. Um, number two, I wish I understood the value of mentors early on. It, it wasn't until yesterday years old that I understand the value of having mentors. So I always say like the keys, the million dollar secret is having someone mentor you and having multiple, like a whole crew your whole entourage um and I, I wish I also knew early on the value of having not just one but multiple for different aspects of your life a personal mentor just to help you with 
you know, I don't know, dating life or a mentor to help you with your professional life, your spiritual life. Um, I would tell that, that, that struggling young nurse, get you a crew of people that you can lean on. Um, because as I'm moving into this next chapter of leadership and influence and example and inspiration, I'm leaning hard on my mentors because academia is, it's a different space. I've been, I'm clinician 20 years. Put me in any ICU. I got you. I'm dropping lines and saving lives any day. Um, but I'm leaning hard. I'm like, what do I wear? Like, what's my Dean image going to look like? Like I got to upgrade my glasses and, you know, I got to get my shoe game, my nails done. You know, I was like, I haven't had a manicure in eons, you know, um, because these are the things that we have to consider, you know, is my fro, my fro going to be good, you know? So I'm leaning hard, but, um, and they're, they're holding me up. They're like, you got this, like you were chosen all the work that you've done up to this point has prepared you. Yeah, it may not be traditional the way, you know, your path has led you up to this point, but you have everything that you need and you have this council of advisors that are all academicians <laughs> to help consult with and support you and you're moving into a supportive environment. So, um, so I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm walking in this power. I'm walking in this worthiness and um, we're going to take up this space and we're going to own it and we're going to represent. So Absolutely. that's where I'm at. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and you know, it's funny because the other day I was telling one of my friends that I said, you know, this year, I don't want to do anything alone. I want to do all in collaboration yes. and mentorship yes. is so important because there's so many people out there that will help you take the next step to get to the top and hold you up there so you can sit and just yes. continue to impact the world. And even with you going to John Hopkins, there's something on the other side of that waiting for you. They're Hello. waiting for you. <laughs> I received that too. Thank you. <laughs> they are waiting for you. But it, it, it's so important to know that you don't have to do anything alone. There's so many Absolutely. people out out here like us, you know, you just reach yes. out, reach out. You don't right? do it alone. Yeah. Yes. It was crazy. LinkedIn, like, ma'am, can I get on your calendar? Boom. Here's my calendar. Boom. I'm on it. Let's go. Like, I'm like, I love that energy of collaboration and connection and just staying in contact with each other it's just it's so powerful you know um and i just i can't underscore the importance of leveraging our community and working together and i tell people because people i've had people come to me and say you know dmps of color don't you think that it's you know it's taking away from other organizations there's lots of mission overlap why don't you just kind of you know work together thank you mute Mute, please. Mute. Thank you. Thank you. I'm like, I'm happy to collaborate where there's mission overlap, but there's enough out here for everybody. Okay. Okay? Like there's so much work that needs to be done. And I was like, our group is super niche because the center is people of color pursuing their doctorate in nursing practice. That's it. Um, We accept any and everybody that, that understands that we are centering those that have been historically excluded nurses yeah. and getting your DMP. So um, that's just what it is. And that's what it's always going to be. <laughs> I'm waiting next year. I'll be wearing my, uh, my uh, DMP of color. Hey. I'm, waiting, I'm waiting to order mine. So, <laughs> oh, you can order it now. You know, the manifestation is already here, baby. You just got to just make it plain. Just go ahead yeah. and put that little pin on there. Boo. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> So this has been great. So if there are nurses out there who are not doctorate, uh, they're not in the DMP program, can they still reach out? How can 
Yes, you know, absolutely. They link up or serve yes, or be involved. Yes. yes, we we love the community of students, those that are um, remotely interested, vaguely interested, aspiring, current students, current DMPs, anyone that can get behind the mission and see value that this organization can serve them for their own personal mission and vision for their own life and want to contribute in that way and exchanging energy and being part of the community, please, we welcome any and everybody for sure. Because um, again, having the community and support, I mean, there's strength in numbers. And so we need everybody that believes in the mission to help push it forward. Awesome. And how can they get in contact with you? Yeah, so we are on all the major social media stuff. So if you're looking for DMPs of Color, you can go to our website, dmpsofcolor.org. We are on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. So our handle is DMPs of Color. If people are looking for me, I'm on LinkedIn, always posting. So look me up, Daniel McKamey. And I'm also on Instagram and Twitter at Dr. McKamey. Awesome. Now, before we let you go, we have to do our rapid fire. Is that okay? Let's go. I'm ready. (laughs) All right. Uh, Wellness means? Rest. I know I'm stressed when? I'm stuttering. (laughs) (laughs) My go-to stress management solution is? Sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Just cancel it. Just go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Something people get wrong about me is. That is, people mistake me for Ethiopian. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. I think it's, you know, they'd be like, oh, you Ethiopian? I'm like, no, I'm Black. (laughs) American. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, one book I would recommend to a nursing student is? Ooh. Ooh. Um, there's a book called Burnout that I'm currently reading that is pretty dope since everyone's burned out. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> are they twin sisters? The twins? Are they twins? Um, I can't remember I think I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it's a really good I book. can't remember if they are. Yeah. 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 I know that that's a, a really good book. One thing I learned about myself during this pandemic is. Oh man. Um, there's so many things. Um, one thing that I learned about myself, uh, that I like to spend more time with my family than I thought before. <laughs> yes, for sure. For sure. The last time I had a belly laugh was? Today. (laughs) (laughs) I love to belly laugh. So I make it a point to laugh every day. So today. (laughs) That is awesome. And one word to describe you is? Ooh, resilient. Mm, I love that. And on that note, we are going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for the invitation. We'll definitely have to have you back. Yes, we'd love to. Have a good one. Hey, before you go, I want to invite you to join me as I kick off Nurses Week with the DNPs of Color on Tuesday, May 10th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we're going to talk about crafting your personalized stress management blueprint. Go to www.dnpsofcolor.org and register. And I look forward to seeing you there. Thank you for listening. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review. Between episodes, you can follow the Nurse Wellness Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Before you go, I would love to share a free mindfulness ebook with you. Go to stressblueprint.com backslash 35 and download your free copy. Until next time, go out and be your best, do your best, and give your best. If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Beyond the Paper Gown, hosted by Dr. Mitzi Krakover, helps people think critically about women's health issues, encouraging them to question and explore the complexities of healthcare systems, scientific advancements, and societal norms. There's a really cool episode that you should check out called Midday Menopause App, and that's about how AI and sensor technology can provide personalized interventions to manage menopause symptoms effectively. Check out Beyond the Paper Gown on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.